Balls Don't Lie Podcast with your host, Anton and regular Steve. Please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. A one, two. We appreciate all of your support. Without you, none of this will be possible. Now, Balls. Where's my snare? Am I on? Uh, Welcome to Balls Don't Lie. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N and Tom, along with my esteemed co-host, regular Steven. What's going on, player? Not much, buddy. Mm-hmm. Got a beautiful sunny day. I am currently roasting everybody that checks out the Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Balls Don't Lie Instagram. Balls Don't Lie. It's BDL Pod, right? Yep. Yes, sir. BDL Pod on Instagram. No, BDL you will Podcast. See- BDL Podcast <laughs> on Instagram. You will see... A video of me sitting in the sun in the studio here and uh, roasting currently. Absolutely. We're trying to get Steven even. That's what yes. we're trying to do. Yes. My left arm from driving so much, it's much more tan, I would yes, sir. say. Yeah. So, you know. Give him a little shine on the right side. Yeah. Ain't never nothing uh, wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually only 40 something degrees out here. But coming through that window, you'd think it was, uh, you were in the middle of summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you had to wear your PFs in Cook, here. Cooking egg on that window. <laughs> <I know>. so. <laughs> oh, How you doing man. today? Man, I'm doing good, brother. You know, another day. Day off. Yep. Flying high like my brother Larry Walters, you know what I mean? Yep. Just flying high, man. You bet. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. We got our new new couches. How's that leather doing? Uh, it's doing great. No holes in it from you? No, no holes. <laughs> No holes. I fell asleep in it uh, once already. I had to break it in. That's the only way to break it in. My classic, uh, yeah, let's watch another episode. And then I <laughs> <laughs> do the old, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the rest of my eyes. Right. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Li- I know exactly what's going on. It was dark <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it was so nice. <laughs> no doubt, man. Uh Action-packed show today. We really I, do. I didn't expect it, but yes, we do. Yeah, this is kind of came came together on the fly. <laughs> I just want to say, but uh, NFL is popping. We are halfway through the season, basically, yeah, right about, now, man. Just about. And we're really just catching on. I mean, obviously, we follow our teams. You know, the Steelers doing well. Uh, the Bears doing pretty good, especially according to your uh, projections. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no. <laughs> Last week was a yeah. little rough. We know, yeah, we'll talk about absolutely, that. absolutely. But we didn't see this coming still. Right, right. So uh, we can't complain too much. Yeah. Uh, your raise? Mm. Yeah, that was rough. That's tough. You get, you if you start any season and say your team is going to the championship, you're like, okay, that's what's up. That's, that's, that's all you can really ask for. You've had it twice. This right. year. And, and they both lost 4 2. No W's. Yeah. Man. They both lost 4 2. That tough. was a tough one. The, it was tough the way it played out. I'm not so upset necessarily about losing it. I think, I mean, the Dodgers, look, if we'd played 162, they were going to be able to push for that win record that the Mariners set in their early 2000s. So, I mean, they were truly a dominant team. The thing that actually I feel okay is that they actually performed. Uh, the Dodgers performed. They got hits from the medium. They had a bunch of guys sitting over 300 in the World Series. Yeah. Rays didn't have that. They had Randy and Rosarena, a couple other guys with hits here and there. The pitching was okay, but really, the Dodgers pitched as well. They hit much better. 
they really deserve to probably win the World Series. Yeah. I think there was a way, there was a pathway there for the Rays to do it. It was kind of like the Heat, though. They had to play perfect in order to have a chance. And with that offense that the Dodgers throw out there, man, they just, they don't have to play perfect. They can cover up a lot of mistakes with that, which they didn't make very many. I'm not mm-hmm. saying they, they did, but just a lot more uh, room for error there. And it kind of makes them, makes them a real tough team to, team to play and match up against. So, right. you know, it is what it is. The, the uh, decision by Cash to pull Blake Snell uh, in the sixth inning when Mookie Betts came up, he had been rolling. He had nine strikeouts through up to that point. He's the only pitcher. <laughs> There's been two games in the World Series history with nine-plus strikeouts and only allowing two hits, and they were both by Blake Snell mm. in this World Series. And they take him out. And they took him out. <laughs> it's the whole, you know, baseball's different these days, man, They especially when they rely on – these analytics, but the thing was, uh, that's more of a like guys going the third time through the lineup. They don't like that. But Mookie Betts was coming to the plate. He had been struggling against his uh, his slugging percentage against left-handed pitchers was low. He'd struck out twice against Snell. He had just given up one hit. It was a second hit that he'd allowed all game. Yep. I know the velocity seemed to have been dropping, but. I actually wrote on Twitter this was the same scenario that Joe Madden in the World Series with the Cubs had Hendricks pitching very well and first sign of trouble, and it was too early in my opinion. He went to the bullpen and went to John Lester, and I said, okay, let's see how this works out for cash. That didn't work out. Obviously, the Cubs won that game, so it worked out in the grand scheme of things. But in that instance, Lester got himself into a bunch – well, he – Came in with a guy on base, but he also had issues in that inning. So he had trouble even just getting out of that mm-hmm. inning. Same thing happened with the Rays. The whole thing implodes. They're up one nothing, bringing a new pitcher. Then they leave that inning down 2-1. All momentum was gone. All the questions were gone. You know, it was just your mind started racing. And then I think it just kind of killed it just kind of killed everything. He's defending it. I'm not so sure it's as much of him as it is an organizational decision. They do things a certain way, but you know, it's just one of those things. It's just one. Of baseball is different. They used to let guys go complete games. I, mean, right. I remember some of the best, <laughs> yeah. some of the best playoff performances are pitchers just getting the ball on even short days rest and just going complete games. Josh Beckett did it with the Marlins. Uh, there's been a ton of guys to do that, and it's just it's just different now. You would have liked to see him let your pitcher go. He is one of their aces. He hadn't been pitching like an ace in 2018. He was a Cy Young winner, but he was pitching like it that night. And he was pitching like it in the World Series. You'd have liked to see him let him go, but they didn't. They lost. We can all sit here and second-guess everything and say that. But in the, at the end of the day, the Dodgers were probably the best team, and they, they actually deserve to win. So that's, you know, it is what it is. No doubt. Can't you just hear the the older folks right now saying, back in my day, yeah. pitchers pitched 17 innings straight. <laughs> Only had a drink of water. That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, in, in this case, back in our day, this actually wasn't that long ago and the guys were doing that. It's like just, know, they just right? stopped doing it. It just kind of drives me nuts. But, you know, whatever. That's part of what got them the way they make decisions is part of what got them there in the first place. It could have worked out. Hindsight. But the thing is, it's it's uh it was a bad decision beforehand. The fact that it didn't work out made it worse, but it was a bad it decision. A bad Most decision. people I was saying it. Most people I could see the consensus right. kind of seemed to be, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. And that was the consensus before we saw how it went bad. So, you know, that's what kind of made it hurt. It wasn't one of those, well, 
you know, I hope it works out and, you know, we'll just see. I can see why he did that. No, no one could see it. No one right. saw why he did it. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, managers getting too cute out there instead of just letting your best players be your best players. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just got to go with the best guy. Yeah, that's mm. really that simple a lot of times. Well, the issue, too, was the guy who brought him in. He brought in Nick Anderson, who mm. has been the best reliever, one of the best relievers in baseball year, but he'd been used so much more in the postseason. He'd actually given up coming into that game – He'd given up a run in six straight appearances. And he was their best reliever. And that made it giving up a run in seven straight appearances. Right. So none of it just seemed to add up. But it is what it is. Yep. It was a good season. The Rays are just start getting started. They got yeah. the number one uh, prospects. They're the number one farm system. They have the number one prospect in baseball, Wander Franco. Randy Rosarain is just getting started. He just got yeah, here. He, he was a rookie. Out. He set a World out. Series record for most hits. Uh, by a rookie, also most home runs with 10, ten by yeah, anybody, yeah, yeah. Uh, not just a rookie, but by yeah, anybody. He went crazy. So he was he was absolutely insane. So there's a lot of exciting things coming for the Rays. I think this is just the beginning, but yeah, you know, you get there. The Dodgers had lost some and got there. You just you know, yeah. you don't want to think you're getting back. We thought that with the Cubs when they first got there in 2016. We thought, okay, right. well, there's at least one more. Right. In here. Sometimes it doesn't work out, it doesn't but work like that. Just looking at it, you'd say they're built for success. Their best players are all young. They have more coming up through the pipeline. So it should be more years of competing in the playoffs, and then mm -hmm. obviously that gives you a chance to get to the World Series. So Yeah. I mean, Florida sports, they have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. You know, even NFL, we're going to move into NFL in a second, but you got uh, two – what was it? Tagovailoa. It's Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. I know, there's no yeah. in there, but it right. is Tagovailoa. <laughs> you got him making his first start this week coming yep. up. Against the Rams. Yep. And then the team you, I just saw. Obviously got <laughs> the Miami Heat that went to the championship this year, and then you have the Rays. So Yeah, and even the Marlins made yeah. the playoffs, yeah. which was you know probably more due to the fact that it was a shorter season, but still – they played the same schedule as everybody else, so you had to, you know, you had to get there. But that's right. it is exciting. I'm hoping baseball can do well. It's a better baseball market. It's just a weird. Um, it could be a better baseball market. Right now, it's traditionally been a horrible one. People don't go to the games. It right. seems like yeah. one of those places where you really got to be winning. Tampa obviously needs a new stadium, but mm -hmm. the Marlins, I think, if they can start putting a winning product on the field, I think you'll see the community down there who's a lot of Cubans, a lot of Cuban. Uh, baseball is huge in Cuba. Mm -hmm. um, I think if they can, right? There's a, a weird relationship with Marlins fans and and past ownership with the way they got that stadium built, the way they were always pulling the rug out from underneath the fans' feet, you know, telling them they were going to build and build and build and spend money. And then the year they built the stadium, they spent money on players um, and then broke it down at the trade deadline. So it's kind of like a. There's just a lot of distrust there between the ownership of that franchise, and even though it's a new group with Jeter in there now, it just I think it's a very fractured relationship with the fans. I'm hoping they can smooth it over because I think it could be a really good baseball market. That's dope, man. You Floridians, you are blessed. You have a lot of <laughs> good sports teams. <laughs> even Orlando Magic is quality. They're not you know right. a great. I mean, they team. make the playoffs. They make the playoffs. Yeah, so. you got the Buccaneers. Yeah, the Bucks. Man, yeah. golly. You guys are Tampa. Oh, spoiled Tampa as hell Bay right Lightning now. Just won the Stanley Cup and Did hockey. They? Yeah, golly. So it's been a pretty Florida big, is uh, doing things, doing yeah, things. Been a good I, year for Florida sports. I heard only crazy people come from Florida. I keep <laughs> hearing this. A lot of crazy stuff happens. Even the story I'm gonna tell you here in a second. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get into this story because it just, it. it's, a, it's just a, it's just weird. First of all, did you go vote? Uh, not yet. You haven't. Not yet. Okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the names of it. I'm just going to kind of 
freelancer. But anyways, it's a lady that was uh, pregnant in uh, okay. <laughs> in Florida. Uh, she actually went into labor. Like she was going into labor and her husband was going to take her to the hospital. But you know what she had to do before she goes to the hospital, right? <laughs> she had to make sure she cast that vote. <laughs> so, no. She went, <laughs> she went to the to the voting uh polling place wherever this was. And she stayed in the car and she sent her husband in there with her ID and, and all that. And um they said no, they can't do it, right. you know. So she really had to go in there and grunt it out and vote while in labor. <laughs> Man. That's gross. <laughs> and then obviously dash off to the hospital so that's gross guys and gals get out there and vote there's a lady in florida that went and voted while damn near popping the baby if she can do it (laughs) anybody can can do do it it. yes indeed that's intense yeah that's crazy though ain't it yeah that's crazy (laughs) that is crazy i don't i ain't gonna get too crazy but i don't know if i like either one of them enough to be like man you know what no well and i wonder why like she has time i don't understand I mean, but, I mean, I don't know. We're running. Let's see. We got to the third. To the third, yeah. Huh. I already did mine. I did mine actually last last Friday, yeah. something like that. So, yeah. got it out the way. Nobody was there. Probably like four or five people in the building. So I yeah. was like, Whoop. I'd yeah, like man. to go before the third because that's when it's going to be super crowded. Oh, it's going to be annoying but, that day. Yeah, and I. Yeah, you got to look I'd at like everybody to avoid, too. Like, no, oh, I'd like to avoid. You, you look like you're about to vote for such and such. Yeah. Well, and I'd like to avoid the crowd. I and I'd like to avoid the possible yeah. people that might be showing up to the places. Yes. And uh, yep, I'm not trying to deal with it. Just get in and get out. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. I do real quick have a question of the day. Woo! Before we get going on the NFL, it's actually a two part question of the day. First part is: Has your car ever been broken into? Have you ever owned a car that was broken into? I've had a car that was stolen. Bro, okay, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother level. <laughs> oh man. Did you get it back? Well, uh no. Um see what happened was <laughs> So at this time I had a what was it, a Dodge Avenger. Yeah, Avenger. I don't remember what year it was. But um the when, kid, when was this? How long this ago? Is, was this is in two thousand and Maybe one, 2002. Okay, okay. It's somewhere around there. But this particular car, uh, the key couldn't come out of the ignition. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I carpooled to work sometimes. So uh, that particular morning, I carpooled to work with my guy. He takes, you know, we go to work. And I get a text from uh, my mom, well, maybe a call. I can't even remember if we were texting at that time. One of the two. She was like, uh, did you take the car to work? I'm like, no, I didn't take the car. Uh, it's not here. <laughs> so she, obviously she reports it's stolen. About two weeks from that time, the car is found. It's sitting on cinder blocks. Nice. It had been stripped to death. And uh, nice. yep, there went that car. It was a sad you, moment in history. You were sad? Oh uh, yeah, I was sad. <laughs> yeah, I like that car. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've had I've had a car. That's uh, that's a whole other level. <laughs> Uh, I've had a car broken into three times, mm. uh, a couple times in high school. Okay. Um, where my school was, was, uh, more inner city. It wasn't exactly the best mm. part of town necessarily. And, right. uh, had came out to a broken window once. Mm-hmm. Uh, also I had a car that the windows wouldn't 
they were like loose on the track, so they wouldn't like you had to push them up with your hand, and uh, sometimes they'd slide down. Okay. So I took my car to a place to have it worked on. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I was getting done. I come to pick it up, and someone had been <laughs> at the shop. Someone had gotten into my thing and stole CD things off my visor. <laughs> and then the other day, we I come out to start the car, and someone had been in our our Mitsubishi. Wow. Yep. Everything was strewn about, and there was. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> not trying to mark our car or anything. Right. But, you know, we keep some things in there that didn't necessarily want. Uh, so we had to. Nothing was taken though. They just went through it. Here's the thing, it was it was unlocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Graden had driven it. He's just got his learner's permit. He forgot to lock it. Mm. Um, it was just an honest, honest mistake. But right. someone who smelled like cigarettes, had gotten in our car and just looked all around. Blaze one up. There was all kinds of stuff in there for them to take, and they didn't take anything. So I don't know if they were looking for cash or CDs or something, but they passed over the debit card and the checkbook. (laughs) And they was on the seat. Like, they saw it. They grabbed it and took it out of the, you know. Wow. They they just passed. But, you know, it's still annoying because I still had to go cancel everything. So it's like, you know. That's very weird. Somebody was uh maybe it was somebody who was just cold. They just wanted to get in your car and sit there and smoke a cigarette and tear and, up all our shit. It, look through all your stuff, you know. Hmm, let's see. Hmm. Doesn't need something to do while I'm smoking my cig and then uh, nothing good here. Yeah. All right, I'm out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. They'll appreciate that I didn't steal anything. Yeah. <laughs> they might not mind that I <laughs> threw like, everything everywhere. What did you guys do? You just come here and take a dump or something? Like what are you doing? Right. Here? Yeah, that's that's unsettling, isn't it though? Like yeah, it's really weird it. feeling. It's yeah. real dirty feeling. Yeah. Anybody that's had your stuff, it's like someone's been in here. They've mm-hmm. seen our things. Did you lice all your shit? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that gets me to the second part all of right. my question of the day. Do you like sushi? Uh, I've had sushi. <laughs> Man, first of all, <laughs> I thought they was gonna tie into each other. No, they do. They do. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Sure. All right. <laughs> um, I just made them tie into each other. You like sushi? Thing. It's not my thing. Okay. Um, I've had it a couple times, and it's the chewiness, the the mushiness of it. That yeah. I can't get over. You know, fish is fish, but ugh, yeah. I can't do that. Uh, the shrimp one wasn't all that bad. Uh-huh. You know, I like fried shrimp, but I don't really eat shrimp in general very often. But it was okay. The place in the mall, what was it called? Uh, Mahi. Mahi I'm not sure. I think it was Mahi. M A J E. And uh, I would get. They're not sushi because it was cooked chicken in there. Uh-huh. I used to get the chicken rolls in there. Yeah. Fire. It was yeah. fire, fire. But yeah. obviously, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. There's some, there's some good vegan and vegetarian options. Yeah, I'm sure. There's oh, a good yeah. place over by our house. I'll have to tell you about it. But anyways, uh, Sony really does like sushi. They just purchased Crunchyroll for $957 million or $100 billion yen, making Damn. it the most expensive That's sushi cheap. ever purchased. <laughs> Have you heard of Crunchyroll? No. Well, well, I thought Crunchyroll was a, a, a TV service for some reason. It is. Is it? Okay. <laughs> it is. But it's an animal. I don't know what's on it. I thought you was alluding to it being like a, a, a fast food, uh, you know, uh, franchise or some no, shit. But, but Crunchy I thought it was yeah, Crunchyroll. Yeah. Uh, but it's an anime. <laughs> I think it's mostly anime or something. I'm not real sure, but they just purchased, <laughs> just purchased it for 100 billion yen. Uh, so that's a lot. So they obviously love their. Yeah, it's a lot of freaking money. You said nine hundred and seventy something million. Nine hundred and fifty-seven million. 
Oh, I like to, I prefer to go 100 billion yen. Uh, <laughs> it sounds a little more. <laughs> if you know yen like I know yen, right. 100 billion yen, <laughs> it's a big spender there. I don't know if you guys notice this, but every now and then, regular Steven to go over my head one time, <laughs> and it's hard to really... <laughs> It's like, wait a second. <laughs> just a couple times. He just went over my head, and then I, you know, I might go back and listen to the show. Like, damn, I ain't look so smart right there. <laughs> but no, that's just no. what it is, man. It's because it's so random. And you don't have no idea. You guys don't understand that we like some of these things. I just like to spring on you just to see what kind of reaction I can get. And and it, it's so random and it doesn't make any sense. And it was a pretty lame attempt at a joke. So it's kind of like I don't expect you. It's not surprising. Sony got to do with sushi. <laughs> it's a pretty lame joke. <laughs> it's all good, my brother. It's all good. All right, we probably should get into some football. Probably. Probably. <laughs> all right. Like we said before, uh, we're really just now starting to put the magnifying glass on football coming off of the NBA and then regular Steven really going head first into the baseball world series. Now football is halfway done and it's entering crunch time. So I figure we go down some of these standings just to get a quick catch up on where everybody sits at this moment. Yeah. Where are we at? here? Man, it's a lot of trash out here. Uh, we'll start in the AFC, the AFC East currently is led by the Buffalo bills at five and two. Um, Talking about Florida sports, uh, the Miami Dolphins are second in that division at three and three. Then you got the New England Patriots sliding fast, two and four. And then uh, that one team that's, oh my gosh, the Jets are 0 and seven, guys. Yeah, they're having a rough one. Very rough. <clears throat> Going into the AFC North, of course, my Pittsburgh Steelers, the lone undefeated team in the league thus far, six and zero. They play the number two team in this division, the Baltimore Ravens, this week, Sunday, uh, 1 o'clock. Then we got the Browns, who got a bounce-back W against the other team in the division, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Browns are 5-2, and two, and they got that last W on a last-second play. Well, you know, a last-second play uh, against the Bengals. Bengals 1-5. Joe Burrow still playing good ball, just doesn't have enough around him to get these dubs. <clears throat> AFC South, Tennessee Titans leading the lead, uh, leading the the South at the moment. Behind them is the Colts at four and two. The Houston Texans are one and six, and the Jags are one and six. This is not where I saw this shaping up. You know, I knew this division was going to be tough. Or, you know, at least the two teams that are good so far. But, man, I didn't see one in six from the Texans or the Jags. The fun part about that is the Texans who have the fifth pick right now, and that belongs to the Miami Dolphins. The Floridians, <laughs> you just so. keep winning right now. AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs, of course, number one in the division, six and one. Uh, the Raiders, three and three. The Chargers, two and four. And the Broncos, two and four. Things shaping up in that division the way I kind of thought it would. Uh, let's go to the NFC. The AFC East, or also known as the AFC Least, the Eagles <laughs> leading this division, two and four. <laughs> Golly. That tie's going to come back to be uh, big, maybe. Man, man, <laughs> nobody in this division should ever, no, nobody should make it to the no. playoffs. It no, shouldn't be good. allowed. Shouldn't be allowed. 
Washington football team, two and five. The Cowboys. Oh, man, their luck just keeps getting worse. Losing Dak and then your brother, uh, the Red Rifle. (laughs) (laughs) He gets knocked out the game. Now, who is their third-string quarterback? I have no idea. Me neither. Two and five. New York Giants, one and six. Thought they were going to get a dub last week over the Eagles, but they still managed to lose that game. North, NFC North. The Packers leading the way at five and one. And they play the Vikings this week, I believe. Bears, five and two. Uh, Tough loss last week, but maybe bounce back this week. Embarrassing (laughs) loss. Always on national TV, player. Every time they play on national TV, except for that game against the Buccaneers. (laughs) Now it's embarrassing for the first half. Every time. Oh, man. Yeah, it's annoying. I know. I'm done. Detroit Lions at three and three should be four and two if the dude catch the ball in the end zone against the Bears. Mm. Vikings one and five. Didn't see that one coming, but it's kind of funny. They're kind of fire sailing too. Yeah, they just got rid of a line. What was it? I know when they're pass rushers. It was Everson Griffin. Okay. No, he was on. No. no, he was on the. He was on Dallas. No, they sent him to who they sent. It was in Gakway or whatever. Yeah, that guy's yeah, name yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Who they sent him to? Baltimore. Yeah, he went to Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did I say? Uh, next one, <laughs> NFC South, the Bucks, five and two. Whew, that Antonio Brown looms next week. Mm. It's gonna be scary. <laughs> Man, the Saints, mm. four and two. Why do I feel like they're worse than that though? Because they are. Because they are. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Panthers three and five, and then the Falcons two and six. Uh, professional lead losers. That's what I want to call the Falcons forever. Uh, the Seahawks in the NFC West leading the way at five and one. Arizona Cardinals at five and two. I don't know if it's a surprise team, but it's a, a welcome surprise if it is a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams at five and two. Yeah, I, mean, no, I thought they would be, you know, maybe a little even three and four, four and three, but whatever. San Fran at four and three. What a division. Yep. Everybody's football. Yes, it is. It's not even close. Except, I mean, I would it, say it's AFC North is close, but they, you know, but you they're still not. got the Bengals, yeah, they got and the, I'm still not thinking not the, the like. Browns. I don't think the Browns are. I, I don't either. They're quality, but they're not. I wouldn't call them good. Right. Yeah. Right. They're quality. They can beat anybody, but they can lose to anybody. Right. <laughs> Which is probably similar with you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. These are some, these are some squads right here yeah. in the West. These are some squads. Yeah. I don't particularly like Seattle's defense. Or the Cardinals defense, to be honest, but they can put points on anybody. Yeah, <clears throat> Cardinals anyway. defense is pretty good. Looking like I mean, they're better than they plus fifty seven. Yeah, I guess that, they've allowed one forty six. That you start looking around the league and you look at the other teams and what they've given up. I mean, yeah, you know, they're, not bad. Kind of one forty six. Yeah, if you look at the Rams, one twenty four. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the Bears. <laughs> yeah. That. The Niners at one. It helps anybody. Anyways, all right, man. So, just overall, I know we haven't been keeping tabs, but how do you feel about what the league is looking like right now? Seems like a lot of scoring is going on, and maybe that's just how it's been for a while. But just feels like a lot of points going on the board to me. Well, it's the age of offense, and unless you're a Bears. <laughs> Bring it all the way back around to the Bears. Well, I have to because it's it, you're right because it is the age of offense that there is a lot of scoring going on, and except the Bears aren't doing any of it. The Bears average 19 points a game. 
19 points a game. Damn. And then, you know, that game against the Rams, that was ugly on so many levels. It was uh, the offensive line is horrible. But really, it's just the play calling. I'm done with Nagy. I'm done with it. You just all are you all the way out. I'm 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 done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm I, done with this shit. Look, too many people. Well, but the offensive line, like I just said, the offensive line. You know, the Cincinnati Bengals have one of the worst offensive lines in football. But because they have a quarterback and they seem to know how to call plays. They're still competitive. Yeah. yeah, they're one five and one, but they've they average twenty three points a game. Right. They're even averaging more points than the Bears. It just doesn't make any sense. Yep. You watch that game and you watch the continuity of, of play. It looks like Matt Nagy is just taking plays random out of his big giant playbook and just saying, "Here, run this." Nothing seems to build on each on its you know on other thing. There's no there's nothing there. There's weird calls at weird times. There's he com- you know, he's talking about Cole Komet, the rookie tight end, needs more snaps. He needs more snaps. Like, you control if he plays or not. Like, what are you talking about? It's just so frustrating. It's, it's And it's starting to get to the point. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he's in over his head. He said that? Yes. Nagy said he, the rookie tight end needs more snaps? Yes. Like, dude, you're the one that controls it. <laughs> I know. What? Idiot. Yeah, that sounds stupid. He's, he just seems like he's in over his head. I think he's a good guy in the locker room. And it's weird because he's the second winningest coach at you know up to this point of his career of any other coach that's ever been there out of, outside of Hollis. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just don't. That's the worst way to be right there where you can't, you don't even know what to say. Because he's anymore. winning, <laughs> but it's like, dude, you're also keeping us from winning more. Right. Like, they could be winning more. <sighs> I just don't know. It's got to be a weird thing around there in, in Howis Hall. It's like you, you, the defense knows that they're the ones that are even keeping them in games. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a weird thing to be an offensive player and even being Matt Nagy. He was asked if he'd give up play calling duties. He said no. Mm. He said if the coaches, if their input said that that would help the team, then I would do it. Mm-hmm. It's like. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, too. Yeah, okay, the coaches that you hire and fire, if they tell you that you're bad at your job calling plays, then that's what you'll do. They're not going to say that. <laughs> you you hire and fire these guys. They're going to tell you that you're bad at calling plays? I would like to see the the history, like, as far as wins and losses with coaches that call offensive plays, like head coaches that call the right. offensive plays. Because I don't ever see it really working out very well. Uh, Andy Reid is probably the only one that I know that's just, you know, consistently. And he's given up play calling duties like four different times throughout his career just because of these kinds of things, just to kind of mix it up a little Mm -hmm. bit. And that's what Nagy needs to do. Like, it's just, it's been three years and people are like, well, it was just one game. It's just one game. We're still five and two. No, it's been three years. It's been three years of this offense just absolutely looking like crap. Right. You know, and whether it's Trubisky in there, that doesn't help. But now you have a guy, he, you know, who is able to run his system. He knows this system. That was the reason they brought him in. During that game, you had Greasy, Brian Greasy, telling national audience that he had a conversation with Nick Foles. And Foles basically told him, 
yes, there's certain plays that get called in that I already know are not going to work because we, I know we don't have enough time. I don't have enough time back there to even do this, which is a huge indictment on a head coach that you don't know that. He's just throwing stuff. It seems like he's just picking random plays and throwing them in there, and it's just not working. Mm-hmm. And it's just not working. It's just, man. And they're going to waste this defense. The defense has been playing really well. Yep. They got gashed up a little bit in that game. But, look, they're on the field all the time. And I don't know what you want them to do. They held the team to 24 points or whatever that was. You should be competitive in that. You can't score three points. You're never going to be – and the defense – our de- we actually because the defense scored a touchdown, so like the offense only produced three points. That's sad. It was twenty-four to ten, but Eddie That's Jackson sad. had his third touchdown of the season. That right. you know, he had the two that were called back because those dumb penalties, but it would have been his third touchdown. But like, come on. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. When you're five and two and nobody believes it, like yes, you know, if you hear people talking, when people talk about them in the in the media or online or wherever. Nobody buys the state of the Bears. No, you're sitting at five and one now. Obviously five and two, but they just don't believe it. And then when your players see that, your players feel the same way. Like you're on defense, you know you're out there doing your job, you're playing well, but you know your offense is not going to have your back, even if you do slip up once. Like that's a terrible feeling. And then that's why you might, you know, have a game that you get gashed up. You're like, right. Whatever. Eventually, like, you know. The second half, it just kind of looked like they were just kind of, yeah, whatever. You know, defense team, defense can't win the game. They can win it, but they can't score all the points, put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that simple. They outscored our offense. Yeah, it has to feel bad. And, you know, I felt that last year. I know exactly what. Luckily, we won a lot of games, but ultimately it cost us a a birth to the playoffs because we couldn't put up points. So Well, and every time we get on national TV, we get embarrassed. So it's like there's a reason why nobody (laughs) thinks it's legit. Because every time everyone gets a chance to see it, they they just look horrible. Every time the Packers games in primetime, all these games in primetime, the offense just always is the laughing stock. It's like – It doesn't make sense. The common denominator at this point is Nagy, and I'm just done with it. (laughs) Well, hopefully the owners are, though. That's who, you know, that's the one. I want the owners to be done. Can the owners be done? Can they just sell the team to someone else? Can Mark Cuban, does he want to buy a football team? (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) All right, man. Well, with that said, let's take a quick break. Since you need a break. Yeah. When we come back. (laughs) And then we'll do a preview. (laughs) (laughs) We'll preview NFL week. This is week nine. Oh, week eight. Excuse me. Week eight. And uh, we'll get into some of these games. We'll let. Regular Steven, take that energy into this week's matchup against the Saints. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back on Balls Don't Lie. (laughs) Let's go. Roethlisberger had like three interceptions, right? Yeah, it was three. One of them was batted at the line. And you guys scored 27 points? Yes. Must be rough. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, I'm sorry, man. The Bears is hurting your heart like that. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Let's preview NFL Week 8. Let's do it. All right. We'll start off in the NFC. Uh, hold on. The AFC East. The Patriots go to Buffalo against the Bills. What are you looking like on this one, man? Can the, the Patriots rebound 
and get back on the get back on the board. They've been looking bad the last two weeks. Yeah, they probably can, but it's not looking like I'd pick it. I'm gonna go Bills in this one. Cam Newton struggling, struggling, struggling badly. I'm actually going with the Bills myself. Patriots defense didn't look all that great last week either. No, so. it's not. It's not. No. <laughs> it didn't look good. Expert so, analysis there. No, no, it it's not. No. <laughs> All right. Next up, Titans go to Cincinnati. Do we have an upset alert going on here? No. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Bengals seem like they uh have a tough little schedule here. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, the AFC North in general has a tough schedule. Right. You know, but you know, it is what it is. I'm predicting that the Bengals are going to lose this for sure. But the Bengals are actually going to be good in the next, like, two, three years when they get some assets on defense. Man. Build up that offensive yeah, line. They, Burrow's been good, man. He's, he's, he's going to be good. He's going to be, be, be good. He's got nine touchdowns already. Yeah, he's doing well. All right, man. Next matchup, Raiders-Browns. I'm going to go Raiders. Ah, <sighs> Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, let's just go Raiders on this. I absolutely don't want the Browns to win, but I could see them squeaking this one out because this is this is the type of game they will win just to give people hope and then ultimately let you down the next game. So we'll see. Next game, Colts-Lions. Colts, I'll never pick the Lions a day in my life. It's just <laughs> how it goes. I don't care who they playing. It's a good policy. I'll go Colts as well. Mm-hmm. Next game. Vikings travel to Green Bay. Mm. Uh, I thought about the upset alert here, but nah, I'm still going with the Packers. Yep, Packers move to six and one after this one. Yep. Next game. Ooh, not a game. Game of the week. Chiefs Jets. (laughs) Uh, yeah. The question is, how many points are the Jets going to lose by? A lot. I'm going it's 28. 19 and a half is the line, which might be a record. I'm not sure uh, for an NFL game. That's a lot. Over under 49. So they're <laughs> looking at Chiefs doing a lot of scoring here. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's a snoozer. Let's say at least 21 points. I'll say that. All right. Next game, Rams Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins on this one, man. Me too. Just Tua Tungavaloa makes his debut. Mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins are figuring things out. And I think Tua actually does give them a better chance to win. Tough game against the good, really good defense. Just saw them. They're going to get pressure. Dolphins have a better offensive line than the Bears. But I'm going to go Dolphins as well, just because mm-hmm. I've been picking them every week. So I'll go Dolphins again <laughs> this week. Get the dub for Fitz Magic. This is for Fitz Magic's heart. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's skip that one for now. Next game, Chargers, Broncos. Don't care, but I say the Chargers. Yeah, Justin Herbert's been a lot better than I thought he would be so mm-hmm. far. I'm not ready to say he's actually that good, but he has been really good so far. Yeah. Uh, I was definitely wrong about that one early on. I'm going to go Chargers in this one mm-hmm. over the Broncos. Right. 12 touchdowns by Justin Herbert. All he's right. been really good, man. He's yeah. been really good. Anybody got an update on Tyrod's lung? Nope. Nope. Shout out to Tyrod. Next game. <laughs> 49ers travel to Seattle. Uh, this is going to be a tough game right here. Uh, I'm still going Seattle, but I, well, actually, you know, I'm going Seattle. They're at home. If it was in 49ers land, I would go to Niners on this one, though. Yeah. If, uh, I'm not sure if people are there. It's really, you know, it's weird the Seahawks, they always allow them to play with the 12th man, 
But uh, I whatever. It seems like special rules for certain teams. But I'll go Seahawks in this one as well. Mm-hmm. Next game. Oh, my gosh. Is there ever a scenario where both teams can lose? Cowboys go see the Eagles. Why would you? Uh, ugh. Yeah, it's just. This should not be on. This is a primetime game. <laughs> this is a. Oh, my gosh. Train wreck. That's just because of this fan base right here. That cowboy fan base. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Eagles, yeah. Cowboys don't care. I hope they both lose. Nope. So I hope yeah. both of them get a whoop. <laughs> <laughs> zero, zero time. <laughs> Monday night. Ugh. The Bucks Even go worse. see the Giants. What about this money line? Oh, they don't have it up yet. Yeah, I don't uh, even care. I think the Bucks are going to win by 21 or, or more. Sure. Yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Anybody in the NFC East should never be on TV. No. National, that's what not, we're getting Sunday and Monday yeah. is three NFC East teams and Tom Brady. So, yeah, ugly. Don't want to watch that. Probably not going to. So what do we got for our teams? You guys have who this week? Who? It's Ravens week. Oh, it's Ravens week. And you're telling me that 6-0 versus 5-1 Ravens Steelers division rivals is not on primetime. Nope. And we're watching Giants, <laughs> Giants, <laughs> Eagles, and Cowboys instead. Oh so that's puke worthy. Yes, it is. Uh, it was rumors that impossibly could get flexed out. Uh, but obviously that's not the case anymore. Um, they did move a game like later in the season. I can't remember which one. It's a Bengals game. I think they made it a midday game. That's what happened. Anyways, uh, yeah, man, game of the week. AFC North football, as Mike Tomlin would say, a five-star matchup. Can the Steelers hold Mr. Lamar to uh, a pedestrian game like they did last year? Hmm. Find it hard to believe that they can do it twice in a row, but I'll put my money on the Steelers defense over anything except maybe Patrick Mahomes. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see, man. I think this is a game that the Steelers will miss, Mr. Devin Bush, that uh, sideline to sideline speed, and uh, him keeping an eye on Mr. Lamar. That proved to be a, a winning recipe last year. Well, I should say a successful recipe. They did lose the game, but not because of the defense. Uh, offensively, I think the Steelers can put up enough points. Uh, obviously, they're averaging 30 points a game so far this season. But it doesn't feel like it. It feels like they leave a lot out on the field. And last game, you know, been through, what, three interceptions. Uh, really, only one of them was bad to me. And that was the 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 last. Well, no, nah, I take that back. The one right before the half, he threw up a, a hail mary to Deontay Johnson. Don't we have Clay Clay Chapel on our team? I'm pretty sure the biggest wide receiver on our team. Why would you not throw it his direction? Bad decision. Plus, we were in field goal range, damn near already. Might have been a little long, maybe 53 yards. But I'd rather take that than being up 24/7 already and trying to. I don't know. It just it was a dumb decision. And then the one that Juju over the middle over a linebacker that just was about a foot too too low. You know, we could have hit a field goal there too and forced them to have to score a touchdown instead of uh hitting that or trying a field goal. But luckily they missed that and we're still six and zero. But this so, game Roethlisberger had like three interceptions, right? Yeah, it was three. One three. of them was batted at the line. And you so. guys scored 27 points? Yes. Must be rough. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. 
I'm sorry, man. Them Bears is hurting your heart like that. Must be rough, man. They're putting that, <laughs> it is. Turn the ball over all game. <laughs> still score 27 points. Get a win. Oh, What's man. it like to score over 20 points? Oh, man. Does it feel pretty good? It's pretty nice, man. When you score over 30, is that good? That's extra nice. It feels really good. It feels great. I don't even know what that feels like. I know like. you don't. I'm so, sorry, man. I'm I mean, sorry. they have scored over 30 points. But, yeah. But Did it feel like it when they did it? No. It didn't. That's still how the Steelers feel, though. You know, Ben has been – he's been successful this year, but he's thrown over 200 yards like maybe three times. Like, he's been – How's that feel? <laughs> Does that feel good? <laughs> it shows it like the to have balance. A franchise quarterback. It's a balance. How's it felt it's, all this that's time? That's a wonderful thing. Has that it felt good all these years thing. to have one quarterback? Yes, man. I know it. <laughs> Last year, it really made me appreciate it. Really did. Oh, that's been my whole yeah, life as yeah, a Bears I know, fan. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we were on. We were on. Life we were on even ground that. last year. Imagine <laughs> a whole life of that. <laughs> Just never knowing where your quarterback is. They're in the draft. <laughs> there may be. <laughs> who knows? We probably draft him, and you just. And you go through it so long that you just realize that you're never going to have a nice quarterback. Oh, man. I don't even want another quarterback. Just, I don't want to play with that. I, I'm ready to go be the first team to run the triple option mm. <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> just forget quarterbacks. Let's run triple option or the Wildcat. Oh, I want man. the Wildcat offense. Exclusively? Yes. I'm going to start a GoFundMe for... Uh, Throwing the ball doesn't work. GoFundMe for um, regular Steven's uh, therapy classes because he needs... Uh, this is my therapy class. Needs ther <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do this on the couch there. <laughs> that's what we, when, we do, when we go live, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be the I'm going to be on couch. the couch and I'm going to be ranting with my microphone about the Bears. That is a it's great a idea. Segment. It's going to be a segment. That's a great idea. I like that. When we go that's live, a good you guys idea. are going to get, <laughs> get regular Steven's couch sessions. <laughs> That is such a great idea. Yeah, it, it, it really sucks is. that we have to have them, but it is a funny ass idea. Anyway, well, if the Bears were just good all the time, I'd have no content. So this is actually more funny because you get to listen to me sitting here commiserated about how bad they are. Laugh at regular Stevens' pain, pretty much. Hey, hey, I welcome all of it. We deserve yeah. it. Yeah, it's embarrassing. We're the most embarrassing five and two team ever. <laughs> ever, ever. I will. Hmm. I, I can't dispute that at this moment, but more embarrassing um, than the Browns. Damn. <laughs> I don't know about that. Damn. We have at least good defense. Could you say you are about even with the Browns, though, as far as – I mean, Browns have never had real I'm never going to say we're even with the Browns. You're not going to go that low? No. Okay, so uh, we don't need to start that GoFundMe because he ain't went crazy yet. <laughs> okay. But when he does, you I know you guys will be out there. I mean, it's pretty similar <laughs> – I will be honest, though. It's pretty similar uh, franchise trajectory. They haven't had any quarterbacks either. Yeah, very true. But uh, yeah, man. It's because it's Cleveland. It's <laughs> Cleveland. Oh my goodness. Anyways, we got the Saints this week, so let's pick your game before we get into that. Who? So who are you taking? I'm still taking Steelers. I am. I absolutely am. Um, low scoring. I don't think it's going to be a high flying thing. I say Steelers win. Man. <laughs> 24 <laughs> when i say low scoring you you're thinking nine <laughs> six <laughs> for the bears but uh 24 21 Steelers. <laughs> oh man by a good field goal the boss he will win the game for us yep mark it 
market, market. Steelers go seven and zero for the first time in I think ever. Did you say twenty four, twenty one? Yeah, okay. yeah. Sounds about right. I mean, you know, it really could go either way. Mm-hmm. We're we're very used to Steelers Baltimore games being thirteen ten, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. You know, just not. They're gonna put up some points. Yeah. So we'll see though, man. Twenty four, twenty one. Okay. I'm going to go Ravens in this one. I think we did our picks before the season. I picked the Ravens to win this mm-hmm. one just because it was in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with that. You guys are due for a loss. I mean, you're 6 no. definitely due for you're, one. You're due, due for a loss. So, I'll go Ravens in this one, and I'll go by a high score, high scoring game here mm. of <laughs> 27 to 24. <laughs> this would be a barn shootout. Oh man! Got a shootout coming in Baltimore. 27-24 Ravens. Steelers do cover though. They're plus four in this one. So, oh, I feel so sorry for you, man. All right, man. Uh, you got the Saints. Yes, we do. Coming into town, and the Saints got us. But it's in <laughs> Chicago, which doesn't seem to help all that much. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. I'm just glad there's no fans in Chicago to boo them. That's the thing I'm happiest about. Because they would be hearing the boo birds. Nagy would be hearing the boo birds. There's only a couple of things I'm hoping that can happen this season at this point. Nothing's happening in the playoffs. I want to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Unless. Unless not making the playoffs gets Nagy out of here. Ooh. That's a fair trade-off, though. I'm ready. I'm ready to move forward. This isn't the answer. It's not going to be the answer. His coach, his press conference, there's nothing but coach speak bullshit. It's horseshit. Everything he says is just stupid. Yeah, if they was to make the playoffs, they would go up against somebody that you more than likely just can't beat in general. We might not score again yeah. the entire year. It'd be Seattle or the can't uh, keep Niners up or Arizona or the Bucks. Yeah, it would be a bad look. Yeah, good luck. It would just be you being able to see your team for one more week. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> uh, so I'm ready for I'm ready for changes. Again, look, this is nothing personal with Nagy. Uh, he seems like a nice dude. And like I said, he seems like a good leader of a locker room. He can definitely bring a team together and whatever. And the guys like each other. He's built a good culture. That's great. It's awesome. But – this what's going on is just not good enough. It's not the answer. And I just I'm more of a rip the band-aid off type of guy. I don't like lingering around with coaches. If you're not gonna if you know it's not the guy, just get rid of him. Just get get on with the next thing. You set your franchise back years the longer you wait. More years because you have you're just wasting more years and you know it's gonna be years of a rebuild. I'm done with it. I'm just ready to be ready to be done with it. Ready for a nice I don't even know what kind of coach I want. I don't really care. Uh, but whatever he's supposed to be, some kind of offensive genius, I'm not seeing it. So I'm sure his plays are designed really well and all that kind of stuff. He just doesn't know how to call them. I'd be interested. It really would be nice if he would just give up play calling, and that way we'd know if the play design and the scheme is, is good. It's just he's not good at calling plays. You can be a head coach and not call plays. He's not. It wouldn't be the first guy. They have offensive coordinators for a reason. Right. But you brought in a bunch of new offensive guys. You brought in a new offensive line coach. 
You brought in new quarterback guys. You brought in new offensive coordinator. You got all these things new, and it still looks exactly the fucking same, and it's because Nagy's the one calling the plays. So obviously something has to give, and he's the common denominator. I don't want to see Trubisky one more snap this year unless Foles gets hurt, but I also don't want to see him calling plays. So I'm hoping Saturday, or I guess it wouldn't be Saturday, it'll be Sunday. I'm hoping Sunday the Bears do so horrible Unless they win. (laughs) Here's the thing. I want them to win every week. It's all or nothing. But I'm in a weird position where I need something to break. I need Something has to break for Nagy to go, okay, I'm giving up play calling. So he either needs to call the best game of his life and they go out and win this game, or I hope they score zero and that something breaks so that we can get something different in here because the way this is is not good enough. So unless we win, I want to lose by a lot, and I want it to be horrible. Well, if 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 that if. means change can happen, right, right, right. Like I said, it's like I I don't actually want them to lose, but something has to change. The offense has to change, and it's I just don't know how you look defensive players in the face. These are grown men. How do you look Khalil Mack in the face and tell him to keep going and do his job, play as hard as he plays when the offense can't do a damn thing? How do you look these guys in the face? It's a tough ask. Go bust your ass all game. Oh, you need a rest? Too bad. We're going three and out for the fifth time in a row. Like, give me a break. Essentially, when you ask them that, you're actually telling them to do more than this job because you got to overcompensate. Yes, because now we need them to score, too. Eddie Jackson's our best (laughs) offensive player. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Uh, You're talking about a coach that went 12-4, and and 8-8, and and he's 5-2 and right now. Yeah. And that's how he feels. That's crazy. Because that that's how good the defense yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, they're winning games despite this, despite him. See. In spite of him. Not See, in twenty eighteen, <laughs> he they ranked number nine in points scored. Last year they ranked twenty ninth, and this year they ranked twenty seventh. Uh defense in twenty eighteen, they ranked number one in points. Uh in points allowed. Uh four, fourth last year and seventh this year. So that defense has been upper echelon for three years straight, and that offense has been, ugh. It's been horrible. For three years straight. It's horrible. Tough. I'm done with it. It's tough, man. (laughs) I'm done with it. Are we done with football? Uh, Yeah, I guess so, man. Let's be done Uh, with football. Let's go Steelers, and I don't know what to say about the Bears. Who cares? Let's get out of here, Nagy. Yes. I don't even (laughs) care. Uh, Let's take a quick break. After the break, though, guys, we've been on this Jetpack Man like no other outlet. Who is it? We have an update after the break. Ooh, we'll be right back on Blonde. Don't lie. Let's go. Maybe I'm a chess savant. Never know. I just didn't know because I didn't play. So I got an app on my phone, a little chess app. I was playing last night. And... Did you get your answer? Well, the verdict's still out. Um, Which way is it trending then? It's trending that I'm not. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Regular Steven. Who is Jetpack Man? Well, I can tell you who it isn't. Uh Our investigation has hit a snag. Uh Uh-oh. Doing some research a little bit ago, I found out that our buddy Larry Walters, a.k.a. Lawn Chair Man. Yes, sir. Passed away in 1993. Mm. Which leaves us with a cold case. And if we were on the first 48, we'd be screwed. Yes, we would. But that doesn't mean we're going to give up. No. We will 
fine jetpack man. But it is not Larry Walters. Rest in peace, Lawn Chair Man. R.I.P. Larry Walters, a.k.a. Lawn Chair Man. And my previous suspect is still under investigation. That would be LeBron James. Yep. He is still alive. I do have a question for you. Yes, sir. Have you seen a show on Netflix called Queen's Gambit? It's the number one rated show in the country. If you haven't seen it, you would be the outlier. I am outlier. You are the outlier. It's about chess. Uh, It's about a a chess savant. Okay. Um, She's uh, also like an alcoholic. She's an orphan. She has some substance abuse issues, but she's also a chess savant. Wow. It's very interesting. It's very good. We watched it. We binged it. Seven episodes. They're all about an hour long, give or take. And we watched it in two days. It was pretty good. Emma loved it. <laughs> okay. It was a really great show. I would recommend watching it. As exciting as chess can be, this show was. I mean, it I mean, it really was exciting. It's not, you know, I know chess isn't that exciting, but the way they build up the drama of all of it, they and I actually thought during when we were watching it, uh, man, they're really showing a lot of chess, uh chess action. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they kind of gloss over the actual matches. The matches are like the big yeah, thing. It's showing like, it. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then I got to thinking, and I told him, I said, you know, I never really played chess like that. Maybe I'm a chess savant. Never know. And I just didn't know because I didn't play. So I got an app on my phone, a little chess app. I was playing last night. And... Did you get your answer? Well, the verdict's still out. Um, Which way is it trending, then? It's trending that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just learning. Yeah. I mean, I knew what the pieces did, but I never really, you know, there's a lot of strategy that goes into this. Man. You think it's random? No, there's like all these books that they have to read and things. These these people are weird. They can see all the moves. There's like thousands <laughs> of moves. They can see all of them and they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um but I thought I'd at least look into it just to see, just to make sure. Right. You always want to make sure, you know, check off things off the list. Never know. You know, singer checked off the list. Uh, you know. Professional athlete, check that off the list. Doctor, <laughs> checked it off. Uh, uh, idiot savant chess player, check that off the list. So I'm pretty, I'm you know just checking things off good. the list, just making sure I'm not. I'm just making sure where my greatness isn't. That's why I'm. Right. It's, it's self self evaluation. Yeah. Just you gotta know, do it. There could be greatness in there and something. I just have to make sure it's not chess. Yeah. You so I did seventy five and play your first chess match. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, and then and then find out yeah, that you were sitting out. on a gold mine this whole time. It's so, too late to make it through the ranks at seventy five. Right. You can't travel like that. Exactly. <laughs> and you got to go to Russia, and then yeah. it's, you don't want to travel over to nah. Russia when Hell you're saying nah. that. It's too so, cold over there. It's too cold over there. Um, so, anyways, that's that's my update on chess. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> I've played chess like once or twice, and I was very young when I did it. Uh, never been my thing. You have to be very intelligent to be good at, at good at chess, you know. It's just Yeah, like a math. Yeah, you real math. It's kind of like, it's like a it ain't even puzzles. I don't even say it's intelligence. It's more like have like that photographic memory kind of yeah. you really gotta see everything in advance. So yeah. Yeah, People she kinda like is able has the ability to like play it all out on the ceiling. Really? Like she can see and you can see all the moves and it's like the board's moving super fast. And they show these people playing speed chess. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you hit the, yeah. and they just make these moves. It's like you guys are nuts. I mean, right. it's just crazy. It'd be dope though, because I'm, I'm sure, sure uh, people who play chess can kind of apply that that technique to life in general and be kind of ahead of people a lot of times. You know. Yeah. 
but you know, I don't do it, so I'm a slacker, uh, not slacker, but a, <laughs> a procrastinator. Oh, you got to try. Maybe, I'm a procrastinator. Maybe you have a chess uh, genius inside of you. Never know, I guess. Yeah. Queen's Gambit. Uh, I'll stick to playing spades. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got some, we NBA, got some notes. NBA things to wrap up the show. The NBA is trying to start off a little early this year, man. Yes. Oh, I shouldn't even say early because it's already started by this time normally. But uh, yeah. earlier than normal. Of yeah. Finishing you know, once the yeah. season concludes. From end to beginning, yes, off season. So they're thinking about Christmas. They want to stay attached to that to that date. Um, we all know that football occupies Thanksgiving, and the NBA occupies Christmas. And I don't think they want the NFL to impede on that that stomping ground. So. Uh, the NBA is trying to go, go a little early, man. Christmas, that sucks because uh, my team won the championship. Whoop whoop! But we got old dudes on our team, man. Yep. They need to get that. They gotta arrest that that ritus. <laughs> they got that, that arthritis in them kneecaps. Yeah. They need a little extra extra rest. And I know that everybody's gonna say, "Well, they had four months off." Okay. <clears throat> You've never played basketball every other day at the intensity of an NBA playoff. For three straight months, never done that. So yeah. that takes a toll on your players, especially your older players. And there's a lot of teams that's been sitting at home for a while. So that's a clear advantage. Yeah, yeah, I would understand. I think what the NBA has to do is they just have to, if they if they are insisting on starting, and I can understand because as much as we can say, well, these guys just played. There's actually teams that haven't played in almost a year. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the teams that didn't get invited to the bubble, man, it's like they haven't even. Yeah. Been playing back. I mean, it's been a long time for them. So you got to get them back out on the court mm-hmm. for the Heat, Lakers, especially Nuggets, Celtics, too. You know, it really affects those teams the most if they do this start. And I think, you know, because you're looking at maybe actually a month off when you talk about training camp starting, because training camp has to start, yeah. you know, weeks right. before the season starts. So I think what the NBA has to do, and I think what would be fair, and I think what they will do is. They they need to just allow these guys. They're going to have to be more laxed on that sitting out games. I think what you would hope for is that you look at the schedule and you try to you know have teams at least for national nationally televised games, your TNTs, your ESPNs, all those games. Try to not have those guys sit out those games, uh, but allow them to you know sit out other games and, and be more laxed on the. The no, no, you know, sitting out players for for non injury related things. I mean, if you're LeBron, right. you're that age. You you have to have time. Right, you have right. to have some time. So I'm hoping that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the NBA also the players can't have it both ways. They want this thing to eventually get back on schedule. They want that summer off. Right, right. And right. they also want to be done before the Olympics. Yeah. How are you going to do it if you don't start? You know, they want to have a 72-game season, which is 10 games shy. 10 games shy, yeah. But it's still, you know, 72 games, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no other way to do this unless you just want to completely change the schedule of the NBA calendar. But you, it has to start somewhere. Right. You know, after this next season, then it could get back to a more normal thing because then you would have – it would be done in early July – and you would have the Olympics, and then you could put it right back on the same calendar that it used to be because you'd be right. getting done close enough to when it normally is, mm-hmm. and you can get right back. But one of these seasons has to be crunched. There's just no way around it. Everybody's doing the best they can. The pandemic, COVID, 
There's no way around it. Right. I, I get the players being upset about it, but mm-hmm. I just don't know what they expect the NBA to do about that. Right. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what to do. What they'll do. Um, I seen Danny Green was on a podcast, and he said uh, if they do start at Christmas, you know, a lot of the veterans won't be there. Right. And <clears throat> how does the NBA handle that? You know, like I think he said maybe the first month. So you're talking what seven to eight games, nine games that they were is a month. Yeah. They'll play about nine games in a month. Yeah. So you miss the first nine, ten games if you're LeBron. Man, or do you show up for Christmas and then miss the following, you know, nine games or whatever. So it's going to be a tough decision, especially for the veterans, at least for the teams that played late into the playoffs. You know, certain teams, if you went out in the first round, you still had two extra you're months. You're cool. You're good. But it's just, like you said, those last four, four teams, four to eight teams, you know, whatever. Yeah that uh, play deep into the playoffs, that it's going to be tough, tough sledding. Maybe you get some of your young guys in there and kind of cover your bases for whatever that first month, let your, your veterans ramp up. But then you're probably going to be playing from behind the entire season and you can't, you know, eye that number one spot like you might have initially. Uh, but, you know, if you're a good team, you'll win through any circumstances in the long haul, you know. So I don't think nobody's really <laughs> – tripping off of records as much you know the stadiums are not going to be full so you know obviously being in your home home stadium you kind of have that vantage point you know shooting and things like that but otherwise you don't have crowds and all that so it won't be that big of a deal so i don't know man we'll see 72 two games that's not bad either you know 10 games less yeah you won't even notice that for the most part no no so no you won't I don't know, man. I I'm good me, with it. me as a fan, I do want them to start up again. Me you know, too. Let's right around the corner. Yeah, that's really. I'd love to have NBA basketball again. We <laughs> I just love ended. It. But I understand as the players, you know, man, we need a little bit more time. So yeah, I get it. I get both sides. Like I said, I think the best thing you can do if you're the NBA is just okay. This is what we have to do. But for you teams, especially the ones that just finished, just allow them to have some guys sit out some games. Right. Um, we do have some other notes. Some more fallout from the Houston Rockets. Uh, you know, you know, D'Antoni's gone. Daryl Morey. Morey. D'Antoni just joined Steve Nash's staff in the Nets. In yep. Brooklyn. Yeah. And Daryl Morey is signing Sixers. on to be the president of basketball operations for the Philadelphia 76ers. Do you I like f- that? No, not really. No. I- not if you're trying to put in that same system. Because well, Joel Embiid's got to go. Yeah. Facts. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Right. So, I mean, I don't know what you're – if they're not trying to do that same thing, then I don't even know what you're bringing him in for. I don't know. Because he's totally into that. I don't know. Why do they even do things like this? Like, you literally see their track record. They've had no success in the playoffs. You know, you're going to win a lot of games in the in the regular season. But they had one season where they went to the conference finals uh, against the Warriors. And that team, I think they were probably the best team. And they were, but it just goes to show that you, there's only been one team in history that literally uh, won the, won a championship by the three-point shooting model, and that was the the, the, the Warriors. Everybody right. else trying to follow suit. It doesn't work. You don't have the two greatest shooters damn near that's ever done it right. on your team. So don't. how can you expect the same results? And going to Philly with that, that's – Come on, man. <laughs> that doesn't even make a little bit of sense. 
So I, I would love to see where they're going with this. Uh, I still see the Sixers as fourth, fifth best team in the in the East, and staying that way, they might, you know, be successful in the regular season. But I just don't see that long term success. Not behind behind him and all that, you know, <laughs> what is it? What do they call it? Analytics and all that. Sh- I, I've never believed in it like that. No, again, it it's useful, uh, but your eyeballs have to, and you know, just some basketball common sense. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going against all of conventional thought. I mean, I understand the game's going to more positionless basketball. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you just take all the tall guys off the court. Right. <laughs> the point is to have tall guys that can right. play positionless too, not a bunch of short guys. Right. <laughs> you yeah, want just... tall guys that can go out on the wings. You can't make small guys go down low, no. and you still got to go down there. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure I really understand going all in on it. I understand some of the principles some of, of it, it, but I don't understand going all in like that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it either, man. But in the East, they have some big guys out there that's pretty dangerous. Obviously, you got Giannis out there. Even uh, your man from uh, Orlando, Vucevic, he's a beast down low. I love his game. Uh, and B, he's a beast down low, but he wants to play in a rocket situation because he loves yeah, no, shooting he wants, outside. So... I don't know, man. It doesn't work against teams that have good bigs, athletic bigs. It doesn't work at all. So we'll see, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got another name that could be a future Miami Heater Oladipo. Nope. Hold on. This one I am going to love. I can't wait till it happens. I'm trying to think. It's, I'll give, give you me a, a hint. It's a guard, it's a point guard. Okay. A point guard. Van Fleet? Nope. Lowry? Nope. Mm. I'll give you one more guess. Because this is going to go on a long time. Because it's not uh, one you expect. <laughs> Derrick Rose? Nope. He's going to LA. Close. But it's De'Aaron Fox. Ooh. Why do you think that? It's been a little flirty, flirty mm-hmm. going, something, on something going on uh, here. Bam and De'Aaron Fox played at Kentucky the same year. They're friends. Okay. There's been some rumors that the Kings are interested in some point guards in the draft. And I'm sure, well, De'Aaron Fox can be a free agent in 2021 as well. Hmm. And uh, I know the Heat like him. Hmm. Because why wouldn't you? Hey, I mean, if that happens, great I am all be a great pickup. Because he would be a great substitute for Goran. Yes. Uh, I was looking at uh, some YouTube channel. I think it was from uh, ESPN, and they were uh, going through the bubble and showing, uh, like, shooting percentages from certain spots on the floor. And I was surprised to see that Goran was the worst shooter from the the wing three-point shot. Like, he was, like, 25% mm-hmm. as far as on his targets. I was like, man, I didn't. But then, they, you know, they show replays of some of his shots. Like, yeah, he shot a lot of bad shots from those spots. So. Yes. But De'Aaron Fox would be a, a, a upgrade, you know, and Goran is a baller, but he's yeah. a, he should be attacking the basket a lot more. So. Well, I want him, again, coming off the bench like he did in the regular season. Yeah. That was the right, right thing to right, do. Right, the only right. reason he was starting was with Kendrick Nunn going yes. down, and, yeah. you know, with the COVID early on in the bubble and then mm-hmm. just kind of because Goran was playing so well, Kendrick didn't look so good. Yeah, obviously, he just kept him in the starting lineup. But for his age, and especially coming off this injury that he had with the plantar fascia tear, Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to be on the bench and coming off the bench, and you, they need to address that position. If it's not going to be Kendrick Nunn, Kendrick Nunn's going to be involved in a trade somehow. I think you're going to see Kendrick Nunn, Kelly Olynyk, that 20th pick, maybe mm-hmm. get moved for somebody, 
And I'm hoping it's it's someone like De'Aaron Fox. It'll probably take more than that, if not, unless they're just waiting. Um, but I will just say, De'Aaron Fox said something on Instagram about, remember what we talked about? And then Bam responded with the emoji of the shh. Mm. Oh, man. now there's some rumors starting to go on okay. underneath the old, uh, yeah. Little. And that would be so amazing. It's just going to be all, it's going to be all Kentucky and Marquette players. Pretty soon. <laughs> Man, it would be a great pickup. It'd now, be awesome. I didn't know he was available, so I'm hoping the Lakers take a stab at it, though. Now, you already had your chance. Took Lonzo Ball instead. Hey, it's never too late. <laughs> He's saying we just came off the chip. He don't got to move that far. Took the wrong took the wrong point guard. <laughs> but then you wouldn't have Lonzo Ball to trade for Anthony Davis, so I guess That's it worked for out. Sure. That's for Because I wouldn't sure. have, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else I going to say? Yeah, this rumor is going out that Derrick Rose is on the target board for the Lakers. Um, I think the Chris Paul thing is off the board, which I'm glad, even though he had been great. But I think they would have had to get rid of a lot of people just to match those contracts. Uh, who else have I, I heard, heard? I heard Rondo, or at least I heard the Clippers are interested in Rondo. Yeah. How would you feel if he went to the Clippers? I'd be mad at Rondo. I understand because he's going he's to get a bag if he goes to the Clippers, but I'd just be mad, you know. I mean, anybody but the Clippers, dog. Come on, bro. But yeah. Rondo seems like the person who would not care at all. He would just go because. Well, he, he should care he, because they were all mad at Ray Allen for going to the Heat. <laughs> oh, yeah, when yeah, the yeah, Heat yeah. The Celtics yeah, yeah. were having their rivalry with all the big three and then LeBron and Dwayne Wade. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, it'd be, be kind of a Bush League move there if you guys were all giving Ray Allen shit for going yeah. to another team. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see why they would break up anything. I mean, certain people, you know, Kuzma, I could see him being a trade asset. Danny Green being a trade asset. I think those players are, I won't say easily replaced, but they can be replaced you can pretty replace simply. Danny Green pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if you can get anybody with that lateral movement, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, them uh, bow legs, boy. You might not find anybody as bow legged, but. <laughs> You can find someone to do what he does. That That is something that worries me, though. The Lakers are trying to get new guards and everything. The defensive side of the ball, I feel, might take a hit next year. Because Danny Green, he is actually a good defensive player. We did sign him up for his, uh, his three-point shooting in those clutch moments that he didn't cash in. But defensively, he made so many plays, it's ridiculous. I still haven't figured out how the hell he blocked Dame Lillard's shot. I'm just on a closeout. Like, Dame has bunnies. <laughs> Danny Green doesn't look like he can jump at all, but he still managed to do it. A lot of chase, not chase down, but blocks from behind, just in passing lanes and stuff like that. Those things I, I learned to appreciate a lot more watching the bubble experience, and I, I hope they can, you know, fill that role. The, the shooting, I think that's the easiest part. The defensive side, that's what I worry about. So I hope they don't lose Rondo. DG, yeah, Kuz, cool, but Kuz got to be a trade chip. I mean, oh, he is. He's, he's, he's pretty much sure. the best trade chip you have that you'd be he's willing sure. to get rid of. For so. sure, I think they'll bring back KCP. I hope so. He's going to demand a big bag, though. I, you know, nothing super crazy, but there's some teams going to be throwing him some money yeah. this year. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these rosters uh, shake up. I've heard the Heat have they. I don't know about interest, but they like Paul George. How would you feel about that? I mean, you know you're going to be cool in the regular, though. I think I'd feel okay about it because... Jimmy. 
because of Jimmy and having Bam there. He doesn't have to be the number two guy. Mm-hmm. He's like two or three, depending on the night. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's a really good perimeter defender. They need help on perimeter defense. Right. So I mean, it would fit there, and it gives you more scoring. I mean, that would make them a really good regular season team. We all know his struggles in the playoffs, but I think I would take it. You know, it would be my first choice. Well, but if like that's what they came out of all this with, I think that makes them uh, definitely a threat. I, I it just, I don't, I'd rather not. But I, I mean, again, if it's all about the money on this one to me, right? Like, what is he going to do? I don't know his contract situation. So I don't either. Know. I don't know. But if he's if he's one of the you know, a twenty five thirty million dollar guy, yeah, ooh, no. I don't know, bro. I yeah, know. I'd rather and, spend it somewhere else. Yeah, I really would. It's just not. Yeah, that's, I don't think that'll be worth it, especially the type of team you guys are. You're spread the ball around guy. Right. You, you don't really that, need the nah, you don't really need the nah, 27, 28 points a game uh-uh. score. You I just, think that'll disrupt what you guys are actually all about. Yeah. So that'll be interesting though. I would kind of laugh at that if y'all did get PG, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, these guys are still gonna be good. It know? won't happen. We got Darren Fox coming. We got Giannis coming. We got I Anthony think the Davis Depot. coming. We got all these guys. You coming. got everybody. Kawhi Anthony, is coming. You got AD in there. AD too. <laughs> is LeBron coming back? LeBron's coming. Oh man, is Ray Allen coming out of retirement though? Hopefully, hopefully. That's what's happening, man. That's spot up shooter. And Gary Payton might be on the coaching staff soon. <laughs> Speaking of shooters, one more one more step from the corner three. Who you think was the most efficient in the bubble? Um, give me a give me a give me a conference. Ah, uh, East. Jalen Brown. No, your boy, Jay Crowder. Really? <laughs> yes. Corner threes. I uh, thought he would have ruined that in the finals, man. Right. <laughs> God damn, he just could not hit a shot. It was specifically corner threes. He was <laughs> he was forty. I think it was forty seven percent from yeah. from the corner. Yeah. Uh, PJ Tucker, you know, he's the best one in in the league at it. He made the most, but Jay Crowder was the most efficient at it. Yeah. So it was interesting. So I'm gonna send you the video of that because it's cool. It shows every spot on the floor. Yeah. And uh, I saw some surprises. Uh, AD, he was trash from the baseline. I was like, I saw him hit a lot of shots there, but yeah, not enough. It was it was a lot of stuff. So, anyways, man, uh, NBA, will you come on back? Come back to me, baby. Come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about it. I hope it does come December 22nd. That'd be a good thing. Yes, it definitely will be, and we'll be fully in the midst of playoff positioning for the NFL at that time too. Someone will. So. Yep. <laughs> Yes, somebody will. Uh, will the Bears be there? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. There's time for all they this to go They keep surprising us. And it doesn't look good, but they keep getting wins somehow. <laughs> so. Until they don't. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, real quick shout out to Purdue football being Iowa ooh, last ooh. week. And also Indiana, uh, the Hoosiers getting a, a nice excitement. Dude, a win over Penn State. It was ranked in the top ten. But that was one of the most exciting finishes to a game i've seen in a long time i've been trying to boycott college football but had some company and we had some college football on the tube on a saturday so uh, but i'm glad we did because it was a lot of fun to watch that's dope so shout out to our local purdue and also indiana Mm -hmm. Getting, getting the dubs that's dope uh i wish i even remembered that college football was still going um 
especially for our local teams. I do not watch, but it's something I aspire to do sometimes soon. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. We in the backyard of the boil ups, man. Yep. We got a boiler up, but uh, you know, it's just been a weird year in general. Uh, it was one more thing I wanted to say before we get out of here. And this is in your wheelhouse. Uh, you and your household, you're kind of wine drinkers, right? Occasionally, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's something about athletes that I've just started noticing that y'all motherfuckers drink a lot of wine. Yes, they do. Has it got superpowers built into it? Antioxidants, I believe. I'm going to have to do that because I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube and players just conversating, and that seems to be like the first thing that come out of their mouth. Uh, Mello's, his... uh, podcast is called uh what's in your glass or something like that what yeah. are you drinking on or something like that he had uh, J- J- uh come on son jimmy butler <laughs> <What's in your laughs> i just got found i got fouled by my <laughs> i just got an one from my microphone excuse me but uh he had jimmy b on there i swear it was a 50 minute conversation they almost talked about wine exclusively it was ridiculous really? and i got reeled in because the show the, the headline said uh, Jimmy Butler says LeBron James is the best player in the world. So I got reeled in, and, and I never heard that shit. I didn't hear it, listen to it all the way. I was trying to skip forward, like, well, yeah. I want to see why he said this, and I never found it. They just kept talking about wine, so yeah. I guess that's the thing. I, I just, you know what I want to know is if Jimmy Butler's coffee company, Big Face Coffee, is going to actually, like, <laughs> I want to know if he's gonna, he could legitimately start he could it. Start like, this could really become a thing. I'm interested yeah. to see if that turns into, like, a real mm-hmm. legitimate place. It could be. He asked, they were, he asked who would he have a drink with if he could. And he said Chad Johnson, mm-hmm. which was weird. That was out of nowhere. But Chad Johnson doesn't drink, but he said he'll have an espresso with you. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's your there's your plug right there. Have Chad Ocho Cinco do all your commercials, <laughs> espressos. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that's about it, brother. I'm excited. That's why I drink wine. It's so good for me. <laughs> Not for the effects, nope. just for the the health benefits. Huh? Yep, pretty much. Well, I respect that, though I know my heart says lies, son. <laughs> it's lies. <laughs> but, all right, man. Let's get out of here. I feel let's like we've been out. out here for about seventeen hours. Yep, it's been about seventeen hours actually. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we started you, this on Thursday. It's Friday now. You tune into this <laughs> channel, then this podcast. We talk about everything. We're not trying to be buttoned up. We both look like we could go to sleep right after this. <laughs> We're so comfortable, you know? That's how we're going to remain. My, my pants are a little too tight to go to sleep. A little not, tight. Not, not you not <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably slip into something a little more uh, not tight. Yeah, regular Steven doesn't have regular fits on right now. He has no. the skinny jeans on. Are, uh, <laughs> are they stretchy, though? Yeah, they're stretchy. I can see his calf muscles. Yep. And his kneecaps. Yep, that's how I roll. Uh, I see you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> see my ankles too, because these things are so tight; they don't go all the way down to my shoe. <laughs> oh man, he flooding out here too. Yep, you gotta have the long socks on. <laughs> I got. He had to disrupt that. <laughs> it's you go from shoe, sock, ankle, pants. Yeah, well, I got, I got, I got shoe, sock, skin, pants. <laughs> I might have to put that one on the gram just to see if anybody and <laughs> agree with that style or did he just start something new that we got to uh, market? Oh, well, and then my shoes are off Amazon. Mm. 
These are like $30 shoes. Uh, the bottoms are pretty much completely worn off. These your workout joints? Uh, no. These are just These your just my everyday walk arounds. Got you. So, that's how I do it with shoes, man. I, my everyday walk arounds are like, you know, $30 Fisher Price. <laughs> it sounds like you need to win the Balls Don't Live shoe giveaway. <laughs> so you can walk around oh, yeah. them fresh Air Ones. <laughs> yep. Something I, yeah, we'll just keep that under wraps until we get ready. Someone's going to have a chance to win some shoes. I just want to say, for the people that listen to the show, I know it's super long. With our schedules right now, we're pretty much, you know, I'm busy with school. He's got work. We have families. We have all kinds of things going on. We get together on Fridays, and we want to get as much out there as possible. If it would help for people to have us break it down into multiple shows, let us know. We can always do that. But for a long show like this, just listen when you can. Pick right back up where you left off, and you can listen to it multiple times. I know most people don't have commutes there long enough to listen right, to these right, shows. Right. And I actually have had someone talk to me about how they wish they were a little bit shorter, but just with our schedule, we just it's hard to make them that way. We have a lot of stuff to get through when you have a week building up. Um, you know, so it's just it is what it is. We do appreciate everybody listening. Just try to break them down however you have to. And again, if you want them broken down to be a little bit shorter, more shows. Let us know if we get enough people that, that say that, then we will uh, we'll start doing that. But Absolutely. for now, this is kind of how it's how it's going, and we appreciate appreciate you guys for listening. Listenership has been growing, and we appreciate that as well. So obviously, you guys are tuning in, and it's been yeah. it's been really nice. So. We appreciate y'all for sure. That's why we try to keep y'all laughing as much as possible. We want you to enjoy everything, even if we're trying to break some stuff down. We're not the smarty art. You know, guy, we're not the, the buttoned-up analyst guy who's trying to sound like he's smarter than he really is. It's just, this is barbershop talk right here, man. Yeah, because you can, get, fun. you can get all that somewhere. You know, you can go yeah. to ESPN, you can go to all your outlets that, you know, listen to guys who want to be experts or even former players who actually are experts. And you can get all kinds of input. Uh, we can actually, you know, it's not a, for a lack of knowing the game uh, right. or knowing what we're talking about. It's just more of a... Uh, we want to have fun with it because you can get all that stuffy talk wherever. And we think laughing helps everything, especially Absolutely. in times like these. So we like to have fun with it as well and also give you some serious uh, commentary and give you our actual opinions and whatever mm -hmm. they're worth. And also have fun with it with some random stories and just kind of, you know, not taking ourselves too seriously. And that's just kind of how we are as people. Absolutely. And that's kind of how this podcast is. So we hope you enjoy that. Obviously, the people that are tuning in. You obviously do because you're still tuning in and yeah. listenership's going up. So yeah. that's uh, there's enough people enjoying it that we'll keep doing it that way. Yeah. So if you listen to if our you show, like it, don't you're just a good person if you listen to our show. Everybody else likes to start debates and kind of come at it from a combative, combative uh, angle. I, I don't really like that stuff because most of the time both folks are wrong. <laughs> it's just that simple, and they're just trying to spark an argument because people like hearing that shit. I don't too much. So. Well, I'm like Charles Barkley. And I may be wrong, but I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get out of here, bro. All righty. All right, man. Well, like we always say, the balls do bounce, roll, and fly. But they damn sure don't lie. Yeah, no. Neither do I. For sure. And neither does this guy. You better know that. Later, dudes. I holla.